welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. When I stood on the altar and held the microphone, I heard the song ringing in my spirit. Then I asked the Lord, What name fits you? And he said, Oh, Jesus. Then I asked the Lord, You can start the song. Everyone sing it very loud. Then I ask the Lord. 
Father, we thank you this morning. And I ask the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Let the teaching of your word bring clarity, establishment, advancement, and growth in our kingdom life. In Jesus' precious name, I have prayed with all thanksgiving. And every believer shall shout a big amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. Clap for them. They are doing very well. Excellent ministers. Hallelujah. Our online family, you are welcome. And I pray that the blessing will locate you also. And before you leave online, make sure you give God an offering before you leave. Amen. I'm teaching on the subject, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. And it's been a child of what I preached last week. So I'll pick up from where I, an, I ended last week and then we run with the sermon. Last week I brought you knowledge on two key words. Kuros and Despotis. And we said Kuros was what? Lord. And Despotis was what? Master. And all these described our foundational relationship with Jesus Christ which most of us have missed as Christians unfortunately for the church we are not discipling people we are gathering people and when discipleship is apt in the church you will see that the people who must be discipled they disappear because the concept of church has changed or keeps changing over the years. But the truth of the matter is that you can be in church and never be a Christian. You can be in church and never submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Because the understanding you have will determine the quality of your life as a Christian. So we looked at John chapter 13 verse 13 and the Bible said that ye call me master and Lord and ye say well for so I am. So Jesus is the master and the Lord. He is not just a savior. He is not just a deliverer. He's not just someone who blesses us. He's not just someone who made us sons to God the Father. But he is the master. And he is the Lord. And we looked at Jude 4. Jude 4. Quickly. Jude 4. Jude 4. For there are certain men crept in on our ways who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying 
the only Lord God. So Jesus is the only Lord God. There is no other person. There is no other personality that can wear that shoe of being the master and Lord or the Lord God. Jesus only is the one that can be called the Lord and master. And the Bible said that, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is our Lord. Say with me, Jesus is our Lord. He's not just our friend, but he is our Lord. He's a Lord. He's our Lord who made us his friends. What a privilege. What a being a Christian is a great privilege. Being a church member is a great privilege. It's not a burden to be a Christian. Because your Lord makes you his brother. Your Lord makes you his friend. But fundamentally, when we remember that he is our Lord, our posture towards him is different from when you don't know that he's your Lord. Are you following me? So, in the Bible, wherever you saw the word curious and the word despotis, I ended last sermon by saying that you see what? You see what? No, there was a word. We are, we are using the Greek words. So we saw curious, we saw despotis, and I said, wherever you see these two words, there is another word called doulos. Who remembers that? Yeah. And that word doulos is translated a slave. A slave. And I remember in the general overseer's message to us last week, you see that he made a statement and said, we are slaves of what? Christ. Jesus is the Lord and Master and we have become his slaves. Every Lord has slaves. Every master has slaves. So if we come to the Lord, if we receive Jesus into our lives, Jesus becomes our master, Jesus becomes our Lord, and we become his slaves. So get that before I move on. So Jesus is your Lord. Jesus is your master. And you become his slave. Now Luke chapter 6 verse 46. Luke chapter 6 verse 46. And why call ye me Lord? Lord. And do not the things which I say. Give me another version. So there are a group of people in the church or who were following Jesus. There was a group of followers who were following Jesus with another ideology and another thing on their mind. Some were following him for bread and butter. So one day when they were following Jesus, he just told them that if you cannot eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot be part of my kid. They left him. Because all they were following Jesus for, for miracles, for, because they've heard Jesus can multiply bread. 
They heard Jesus that if you follow Jesus and you are hungry, he will feed you bread and too much fish. You will eat and eat and eat and eat. So they were following him. But one day whilst they were following him, he turned to the multitude and said, if you can't eat my flesh and if you cannot drink my blood, you cannot be part of my kingdom. A lot of them left. Then he turned to his apostles and said, will you also leave? And they said, where do we have to go? And that is the language of a Christian who has become a disciple. You have nowhere going. There is nowhere you can go. Every prisoner in any prison has nowhere going. <laughs> are you here? You have nowhere going. You are under an authority. Your freedom is within the jurisdiction of that authority. So when the Bible says that if you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. And it shall set you free indeed. That freedom is not the kind of freedom human beings give to you. Our freedom is within the lordship of Christ. That freedom is not a freedom for us to do what we like. But giving your life to Christ takes you to a place before the Lord where your freedom is within the jurisdiction. Is within kingdom, kingdom limits or kingdom power. As far as the kingdom can give you access, you have access to kingdom freedom. So the Bible said that, so why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? It means that the Lord Jesus Christ expects from us obedience, absolute obedience, and that can give you that status of a Christian. A Christian who does not obey the Lord is likely to backslide and lose his faith forever. A Christian who does not obey the Lord is going to struggle with life issues because life issues will come to everyone. Whether you are a pure Christian or you are a fake Christian, or everybody will face a challenge. But if you continue being disobedient, you will begin to experience things that you will not have the capacity to handle it the way the Lord will want you to handle. So Jesus is saying, why do you call me Lord, Lord, when you don't do the things that I say? It means it is improper. It means it is out of order. It means it is inaccurate for a Christian to walk in disobedience to God's word. So practical obedience is the price we pay for surrendering our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Practical obedience. Daily obedience. Daily obedience. Obedience that is born out of love. Obedience that is born out of knowing that Jesus is our Lord and personal Savior. It's not just saying, Lord, Lord. So he asked them, why do you call me Lord, Lord? When you don't do the things that I say. 
It means that you are not confessing the truth. You are not. Christians, we must rise in 21st century and begin to reflect our Christ-likeness. But you cannot develop and grow in your Christ-likeness if you are a disobedient child of God. Now, that word, tolus, is what describes the true Christian. You want to see a true Christian? That Christian is a slave of Christ. Every slave of Christ is a true reflection of his master. So for us to call ourselves Christians, we need to ask ourselves, are we slaves? Have we made ourselves slaves to Christ? Are we? Or we, we are just following? Until you become a slave of Christ, you are not a Christian. A Christian, I repeat, is what? A slave of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 22 to 23. A slave of Christ. He said, for he that is called in the Lord, being a servant. You see, that most of the translation, eh, they shun away from the word slave. Because slave, slavery has been banned in the, it's a very crude and hard word. Because of how it looks like. But the word there is a slave. So the Bible said, For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord's free man. The people don't understand this one. Give them a softer version. <laughs> the way some of you were looking at me, they're like, Pastor... <laughs> better finish reading and break it down. Let me use a softer version to help you. He said, for a slave uh -huh, who has been called by the Lord are you? Have you been called by the Lord? Have you been called by the Lord? Yes. So he said, for a slave who has been called by the Lord is the lost free person. So the free person is being described. The Lord's free person. So, that man is free as long as the lordship of Christ is relevant in his life. So, in the freedom of God, a Christian exists. The freedom of God made available in Christ, we exist. So, Paul puts it, in him we live, we move and we have our being in him, in him. We live, we move in him. What does it mean? It means that in him, within him, within his word, within his perspective, within his instructions, within his commands, within his nature, within his, his, his teachings, within his philosophy, within his principles, we live, we move, and we have our being. That is who you are. And that is where you must be. He that dwells in the secret place of the Lord. This is what it means. Within the philosophies of Christ. 
within the commands of Christ, within the teachings of Christ, within the power of Christ, within the glory of Christ, that is where we belong. So anything non-Christ is not your portion. Anything non-Christ is not a life we must adopt. We came from that non-Christ-like life. But now we are within the jurisdiction of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? One day I watch a football match. And, oh, okay, let me just use a crowd of folk and kotoko. Okay. There's a player in a crowd of folk who was a kotoko reject. Since they rejected that player and he joined Accra House of Oak, anytime they meet, the players calls them. <laughs> Think Baniel, Daniel, Baniel, something, something, something. He's calls them. The fact that he came from Kotoko doesn't mean that when he meets, you, are, you, are, you have been translated. You have moved. You are not on the store to be bought again. You have been bought. You are, you are home now. So live within the jurisdiction of your new home. I'm wearing this watch. It used to be in the market. Somewhere in the US. It's not there again. It is on me. It's mine. So, it is not to be bought again unless I offer it to be what? Bought. And Jesus has no buyer. Because no other person can pay that price. There is no buyer for you again. So, don't offer yourself for sale. Nobody will buy you. You will expire. Nobody will buy you. It is like the guy who has bought the car. That, I've forgotten the name. Bro. Three something something million dollar car. If he offers it for sale, how many people can buy? Even that one, I'm sure that nobody will buy. <laughs> Are you here? And the price that you were bought with, eh, nobody has that in his bank account. Nobody's life can pay for that. So you are not for sale. Obianto, you have been bought. You have been brought home. Live and not die. So he said, in the same way, a free person who has been called by Christ is his slave. Move on. He said, God bought you for a price. God has bought you, bless. The day you received him, he bought you. The transaction was completed in your destiny. So he has bought you. It was not out of your opinion that you gave your life to Christ. No. It was by the spirit of the Lord. The Lord, the spirit of God led you to receive Christ. Because nobody can say that Jesus is Lord except by the spirit. 
We looked at it yesterday. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 3. Last week. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 3. Nobody can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit. So, as you gave your life to Christ, you were made a slave of Christ. You were made a slave of Christ. Please, are you coming home? Is something sinking deep in you? You were bought. So take me to you were bought. Scripture people. First Corinthians chapter 7. We were on 23. GNT. God bought you for a price. So do not become slaves of people. You are a slave of Christ and not people. Is that clear? Is that clear? Give us the amplified for this. You were bought with a price that is purchased with a preciousness and paid for by Christ. Then do not yield yourselves up to become in your own estimation slaves to men but consider yourselves slaves to Christ so you are a bought property of Christ and therefore whatever we do we must do it for his own glory and to his own glory a true Christian is therefore a slave of Christ you have been bought with a price and that price was the life of Christ was the blood he shed his blood for us for us to become the sons of God doulos is the main Greek word that was used to describe a bond servant say a bond servant oh say a bond servant say a bond servant it describes a person who was literally owned by a master. Hello? It describes a person who was literally owned by a master who could legally force him to work without wages. <laughs> you see, that is why they don't put it in the Bible. They use nice words. Servant. And our understanding of this will not be strong like those in those days. Because they understood it better. Slave trade, trading was common. Was common. So they understood it better. So a slave or a bond servant is a person that has been bought by a master. And that master can legally demand work without paying you. A true Christian is a selfless Christian or a selfless person. A true Christian is that Christian that is ready for all of the Lord. That Lord, whatever may fit your plan for my life, I have no choice. Your choice becomes my choice. 
That is the Christian. And you see, the truth is, the enemy knows that when we key in into this life, our life will be too beautiful. People will jealous us. So every now and then, he comes with a temptation to cause you to lose value for the kind of life Jesus gave to you. There is no slave of Christ whose end is in shame. Our end is in glory. Our end is in glory. It may look like we are suffering today, but our end in Christ, Christ in you, is the hope of glory. Come on now. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. And we move from glory to glory. So that song, from glory to glory, God is taking us. Can we do that? From glory to glory. being your master and a human being being your master there's a big difference and that difference is what brings the new dynamics to the Christian walk with Christ we share in his life we share in his inheritance though he's our master his mastership is not a, a, a tyranny regime. But when he owns us and we submit to him, the result thereof is that we partake of his inheritance. We partake of his achievements. His trophy becomes our trophy. His power becomes our power. His grace becomes our grace. He gives us what he had from the Lord. 
He gives out from what he had from God. The glory God gave to him becomes ours because we become slaves to him. I pray that understanding will be clear. That we will not struggle to submit to him again. Fear not. Your flesh will fear. Your logical reasoning will fear. But this is the time for us to lay everything before him and submit to the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. As a Christian, that is our calling. That if God cannot take care of us, let it be. If God cannot provide, let it be. What God cannot provide means that it doesn't exist and I don't need it. If you become a slave of Christ, he will be your strength. He will be your rare. He will be your God. He will be your light in darkness. He will fight for you in places. Battles have been called on you without your knowledge. He becomes your Lord. Go to two nations that are fighting. If they are fighting because of their lords, the strongest lord will win. There is no one stronger than our Lord. So if you are under his cover, you are in safe hands. There is no other safe hands as strong as the hands of the Lord. May we rest under his abode. May we rest. May, may anxiety leave us. May we come to that knowledge that we are slaves for him. And not for ourselves. That we do his will and not our will. And when that understanding eats us up, we don't need anybody to tell us this is a sin we will know that it's not just a sin. It's something that does not make our, our master glad. It's something that brings a kind of shame to the lordship of Christ. There is a realm of life you will never enjoy as a Christian if you don't get closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. The more you get illumination about him, the more life becomes comfortable and easier. And this month, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Jesus. Getting to know him and getting closer to him. The more you get closer to Jesus, the more of you disappear. The more you get closer to him, the more of you disappear. And the more of him begin to reflect in your life. And may we become Christians and Christians indeed. Your amen is not strong. Amen. A lot of the times, the Bible does not separate these two, master and slave. Slavery is different from service. <laughs> you know, when you say service, 
it gives you like an option. That, you see, the, the, the word is very strong. Slavery is stronger. To be a slave is stronger than being a servant. A servant can decide to leave the house. A slave cannot. When the slave leaves the house, they kill them. Are you here? We are his own and the sheep of his pasture. Every shepherd marks his sheep. That is why it's dangerous to play in the camp of the enemy because you have been marked. Hello, are you here? You, you have been marked. The Lord has marked you as his own. So when you go into the camp of the enemy, he knows you. That this one, have, do you have a group that a stranger enters and you know that this one, on Kayaho. He doesn't understand the language. He doesn't know how we behave. One day, there was, I mean, Jesus, there was a parable where there, uh, there was a banquet and people were all dressed up in white and there was one man who was not dressed. Wherever you go as a child of God, the mark of Christ is on you. We are the Lord's and the Lord is for us. Amen. Amen. Matthew 6, 24. I end with this scripture. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. There is no way a man can serve two masters. It is wrong. It is dangerous. It is inappropriate. Because none can claim ownership of you. The Bible said that no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise, despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. There is no way you can serve two masters. It is either you are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Or you are out of his lordship. As a Christian. It's time for you to surrender and submit to the leader. That is Christianity. Christianity is not, I am, I am not a, a, a Hindu. I am not a Muslim. I am not a Buddhist. So I'm a Christian. No. Christianity is not a title. It's a life. And that life is the man who is submitting, who is obeying the Lord Jesus Christ. We are called to obey and not disobey. The calling of God on our lives as Christians is for us to obey him and follow him and do that which is right in the sight of the Lord from inside outward. There is a distinctive clear idea of ownership the day you give your life to Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 to 20. Oh Jesus, what a teaching. Give me a softer version. The message version. Yeah. Or didn't you realize that your body 
is a sacred place. The place of the Holy Spirit. Don't you see that you can't live however you please? So you saw where I came from and where I'm ending you today. Don't you see that you cannot live however you please? Squandering what God paid. Such a hard price for you. The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. Hey! Did you understand? <laughs> uh, I love the message. Give the Lord a clap of rain. Give me the NLT. Let me help somebody there. You do not belong to yourself. You do not belong to yourself. As a Christian, you belong to Christ. We belong to Christ. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to Christ. And that should be your mindset every moment Daniel every moment you are owned by the Lord verse 20 for God bought you with a high price say I've been bought with a high price say it with boldness I've been bought with a high price say I've been bought with a high price so you see when you sing you have been what, what you buy with a high price means it has value you have been bought with a price so we better stop joking with this Christ we have received he said so you must honor God with your body and it's clear not with your spirit with your body not with your spirit, not with your, your, uh, the, the thing was straightforward. We must honor the Lord with our body. Because we don't own ourselves. Christians, we don't own ourselves. These are messages we don't want to hear. And it is because we don't want to hear, we have not become Christians. But a Christian does not own his life. Don't own your body. Christ owns you. Christ dictates to us. Christ commands us. Christ leads us. Christ guides us. He leaded me beside still waters. The psalmist understood that. Everything he, he give me the the, the, the verse, Psalm 23. A very soft version. Let's go through and then I close. There was nothing about the psalmist in this. He was at the benefit side. And he, you, you must live your life and know that you are not of your own. We are pilgrims. We are ambassadors of Christ. And we must allow God to make us into what he desires and not what we desire. 
our biggest challenge will be that whether we will allow ourselves we will permit the Lord to turn us into what he desires the clay does not tell the potter how he wants to look like we must allow the potter to determine our life and that is the call of the Christian the Bible said the Lord is my shepherd I shall I have all that I need he lets me rest in green meadows he leads me beside peaceful streams he renews my strength he guides me along right path bringing honor to his name so when God gives you honor it's not because of you it's because you bear his name so the honor is coming on his name so you don't talk about that honor as if you knew what you were doing you didn't know people did exactly what you did and they did not get the honor you received every glory that comes to you is not for you it's for the Lord because of his name because of his name on your life he will honor you and when he honors you it's not because of you because you is not nice <laughs> but his name it's a glorious name. It's a name that has been honored. And because you have become his slave, his glory comes on you. His honor comes on you. He makes you a partaker of his inheritance. Is that Lord not a good God? I thought you are giving him a good clap. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Who is the you? The Lord Jesus Christ. Your rod and your staff protect and they comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. May your cup overflow with blessings in the month of March. In the name of Jesus. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Somebody shout a big amen. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. We will live in the house of the Lord forever and ever. The house of our king. The house of our Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to rise up on your feet and begin to pray to God that Lord give me an obedient heart give me a heart that will love you give me a heart that will follow give me a heart that will submit to your commands that will submit to your lordship lift your two hands and talk to him that Lord give me that heart give me that spirit give me that desire Malagadabashaya a harder to follow, a harder to submit, a harder to yield unto the leadings of the Lord. Pray, me, Lord, Lord, and you don't do the things that I say. You want to pray that, Lord, today my eyes have been opened. Today my eyes have been opened. My eyes have been opened. My ears have been opened. My understanding.
understanding has been enlightened. Leba kasopa lakata, balagadola baleba, reketola babala, lesupale karata, balagados kipala. We submit ourselves, we yield ourselves for your use, Lord. Oh, raba baba baba baba, raba da 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 ba, rosopolo mama, resampani makuda, reketele masupaya, araba da baba ba, not my will, Lord, not my will, Lord, but your will, Lord. I am a clay in your hands. Rakoso tolaba, pray for one minute more and yield yourself for His leadership. Yield yourself for His lordship. Rababa lepolozoa lekrekasata maladoraka mayada lababa rosapaleata. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We yield our members. We yield our lives to you. Pray earnestly. Pray the Lord. I want to obey you. Iyakosota. Pray earnestly. It's a prayer you must pray earnestly. Don't pray casually. Pray the Lord. My heart desire is to obey you in this month, in this year, and the years to come. I want to be that servant of yours. I want to be that slave of yours that loves you, that yields to your leaders. I want to be a Christian in 2022. I want to be a Christian. I want to be a disciple. I want to be that man that reflects Christ-likeness in my area, in my community, in my life, in my family. And I can only become that Christian when I submit to your Lordship. Lord, help me. Paul for the things that I want to do, I do them not. And the things that I don't want to do, I do them. No, because there is always a fight. But today, you want to yield yourself. The way may be difficult. The way may be narrow. The way may be narrow. But the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord led Jesus into the wilderness. And Jesus went. You want to pray in the next 10 seconds. The Lord, help me of the spirit rabo baraka jesus follow the spirit may we follow the spirit in the month of march may we not follow our flesh may we not follow our own desires may we not lean on our own understanding we rack it down in the name of jesus and we pray that lord in the month of march let it be said in this house that this is a company of Christians arising to the challenge of a corrupt world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Somebody celebrate God with a good clap offering. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.